chapter number 60 and start reading at verse number 1. Isaiah chapter number 60 and reading at verse number 1. Praise God. Again, may I say tonight that in this church, everybody is somebody. Amen. That's why God put you here, because God wanted you to be here. And you're important enough that God shed His blood that you could be saved. And so that's why we're here tonight, gathered together to glorify God. Amen. It's no big I or little you. It's great Him. Hallelujah. Do you hear me? I said it's no big I or little you. It's great Him that makes the difference. Hallelujah. The rock of our salvation. The joy, amen, that God's given to us. Let me say this tonight before I preach. I appreciate those that went with us Sunday night down to Carrollton and had a, a good service there, a good crowd too, and I might add, and we just appreciate the Lord. Amen. For those that went along and, and just spent another night to glorify the Lord with us and magnify Jesus Christ. Isaiah chapter 60 and reading at verse number 1. The Bible said, Arise and shine. For thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Isaiah chapter 60, verse number 1. Amen. Verse number 2. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes round about and see. They all gather themselves together. They come to thee. Thy sons shall come from far, and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thy heart shall fear and be enlarged. Because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee, the forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. You may be seated. Glory be to God. Amen. The writer started out in Isaiah chapter one, 60, verse number 1. He said, Arise and what? Shine. Everybody say, Arise and shine. Amen. That's an old saying. You've heard that before. Amen. Mom and Dad shook you out. Rise and shine. You didn't know they got that from the book, but they did. Rise and shine. They use Bible when they get us up. Amen. They use Bible when they put us to bed. But anyhow, rise and shine. Let me preach a little bit tonight, if the Lord will allow me to. Amen. The Bible here is giving us a tremendous encouragement and it talks about the abundant access that the, the, the people like you and I, the Gentiles, have to the kingdom of God Almighty. May I say that God has given us an access code to get right into the very storage room of heaven, if you please. I was at a store today and I purchased something to use at the house uh, to trim the trees with. And the girl punching up the register, and it read up across the top of the register, secret. And it had a little ditto type mark, and it said access code. And I thought, well, what in the world? So she was new, and she called the girl over, and she said, evidently I've done something wrong. 
I did not do it like I was supposed to do it. And the lady said, well, I could throw every one of these cash registers away and it wouldn't bother me a bit. But said there's an access code and there's a secret code that it takes so to get that drawer open and get this thing to work right and to get everything functioning like it should function. She'd done a few little dittos here and turned the key there and punched this button and it wasn't long until the machine started operating like it was supposed to because she had access into that machine's internal parts by simply knowing what to do. I want to say to this church tonight, I don't know whether you know how privileged you are or not, but you have access to the abundant riches of God Almighty simply because God has revealed to you what to do. Not everybody knows what to do. Not everybody knows what it takes to go to heaven. Not everybody knows what it is to be born to get them water and spirit. But you see, we have been to the school of God's learning and knowledge. And God has let us understand, amen, that if you're going to get into this church and you're going to have an abundant blessing from God, you have got to learn what the access code is. The Bible said, rise and shine. Amen, get ready for the glory of the Lord is shown upon thee. Amen, people are seeing that there's a difference in your life. There has been a change, a transformation if you Please, there is a move of God's Spirit in the land. And those who have found out how to get into God's secret chamber. And I thank God tonight that one day in an old-fashioned order of prayer, God revealed unto me, amen, the Bible plan of salvation. And he let me know that there was a storehouse. And he let me know that there was abundant treasure waiting. That if I would come to God humbly kneeling and seeking help, that God would give me an access code. That no matter what I needed and it didn't matter what I've got to have that I could go to God hallelujah and I could punch in that spiritual code and all of a sudden the windows of heaven would bang back against their shutters and the Holy Ghost would begin to pour out God has promised the church everything they needed all you've got to do is access yourself into the presence of God that's all you've got to do Amen. So the writer said in Isaiah chapter number 16, he said, Arise, shine, for the light is come. Now notice this. I want you to see what it said. He said, Thy light is come. God makes this thing very personal, church. I'm telling you what, God's not saying your neighbor's lights come. He's not saying your friend around the corner's lights come. But he's letting you know that you yourself have received a personal invitation from God. I'd like to say, friend, that none of us come to the kingdom of God without invitation. No man can come to God except the Spirit draw him. But here God said, arise. It's time to get up. It's time to shake yourself. It's time to wake Wake up. It's no time to fall spiritually asleep. If there ever was time for revival, if there ever was time for the anointing of God, if there ever was time for miracles, if there ever was time for a move of God's Spirit, it's right now. He said, Arise, come on, get up, get up, get up, whatever you do. Hallelujah, get up, he said. Arise, what are you going to do? When you get up, you're going to shine. What are you going to shine with? With the glory of God's divine power, with the glory of God's divine Spirit. With the glory of revival, you're going to shine. And God's power is going to move inside of you. Whoa, hallelujah. 
You're going to access yourself into the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. May I say that you're not a usurper in the court. You, my friend, are not the court jester, but you're the child of a king. You've been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Now the royal blood of God rolls through your veins. You can come before the throne of God. The Bible said with holy boldness, and you can say, God, here I am. Hey, listen, folks, turn on your light. Arise, he said. Don't stand around dimly blinking. But he said, I want you to shine. Hallelujah. My God, we're the light that's set on a hill that cannot be here. Hear me, we're not the night light, we're the daylight. Hallelujah. The Bible said the light shineth into the darkness, and the darkness comprehendeth it not. I'm telling you, friend, there's so much in store for those who believe the Word of God and stand upon the pages of God's book. Almost everyone in this building tonight professes the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And if you don't profess it, there was one time in your life, no doubt, that the majority of you had it. So you know what I'm talking about. I am talking about the visitation of God Himself, not to your neighbor, but I'm talking about the visitation of God to you. We have had the heaven come down and kiss us we have had God wrap his arms around our soul we have got, had God pull us with his love and now he stands there with his hand on our shoulder and he's saying come on John wake up hallelujah come on Billy wake up come on Bobby wake up come on buddy wake up why because friend it's time to shine hey church listen to me let's turn the light on let's let the beacon shine my God let's let the power of God move let's get on fire let's have revival like we have never had it before. Hallelujah. Woo. Amen. The Bible said, Behold, darkness shall cover the earth. We know that's true. Not the darkness, my friend, that come the Bible speaks about in the book of Revelation. But there is a spiritual veil of darkness that is swept across the world right now. I'm telling you, there's preachers everywhere. But they're preaching darkness and bondage. But we're here tonight preaching light and liberation. We're here preaching about a place you can come and get in God. Where you don't sleep and slumber. Amen. But you become lively stones in God. When you come to church, the surging power of God's Spirit hits you on the top of the head. And runs clear down to your big toe. You can't stand still. I'm telling you what. We're the shining church of the 80s. We're the shining church of this century. We're the powerful church. We're not a dead church, but we're a live church. We're a believing church. A born-again church. A church that loves the power of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God, my God. Amen. The Bible said that darkness shall cover the earth. I noticed this. He said gross darkness is going to cover the people. Yes, it will. Gross darkness everywhere. It's a shame that people who at one time tasted of the heavenly gift are now so enshrouded by the darkness of our society. They want to get back to God, but they don't know which way to go. They're groping and stumbling to and fro. They're like a man who's blind who has lost his cane. They don't know which way to go. But I say in the church, there's a beacon light. We're not just a dim friend, 25-watt bulb, but I'm telling you what, we're the powerful arcing 
light of this society reaching to the darkness of time we my friend are the lighthouse on the rocky shoal of time we're warning humanity hey friend if you don't follow the light you're going to be lost but I say arise Gentile church arise there's abundant blessings of God's power there's an abundant blessing of God's spirit we're going to come to God we're going to access ourselves to God we're going to come before God and we're going to say God you said you'd never leave us you said you'd never forsake us now God here we are with a bride in waiting yes we are bring the wedding bells God sound the trumpet start the music let's have ourselves a time because the coming of the Lord is nigh even at the door hallelujah my God I like the rest of verse number 2 the Bible said but the Lord shall rise upon thee Woo! hallelujah it said the Lord shall rise upon thee what is this what's making them goosebump dimples run up and down my back what is this making me want to feel the chill of God's spirit amen it's the Lord my friend what's he doing he's rising upon you He's moving in you and, and, and touching your life and touching your soul. You say, I come tonight, friend, because my daddy made me come. No, you didn't. You're here tonight because the abundance of the Gentiles is being fulfilled right now in this building. You're here tonight because God wants you to access yourself. For God has appeared unto you. There's not a person in this building, my friend, who cannot save himself from this underworld generation by accessing himself to the throne of God. I'm telling you what you need to do is take advantage of the blood of Jesus Christ. What you need to do is say, God, I know your spirit and I know it's directing me. Now here I come. Friend, you don't have to have a special key. You don't have to have a code name. But all you've got to do is come with outstretched arms and a willing heart and say, oh God, here I am. Let the light of God shine on me. I want to be saved. Fill me with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. My God, my God, I feel it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah, hallelujah. My God, the Lord's going to come upon me. I said he's going to come upon me. You ain't nobody special. I'm not anybody special. But I'm telling you what, I'm special enough for the Lord to come upon me. You're special enough for God to come upon you while you're sitting there in that seat and might be fighting the conviction power of God. Right now, God's Spirit's trying to come upon you. Gross darkness might have you enshrouded. Gross darkness might have every corner sealed. But there's not a black of night, hear me. There's not a darkness of darkness that can block the radiant light of Jesus Christ. For in the middle of the darkest night, there comes a penetrating beam of God's love. Hey, hard-hearted sinner, there's a God that says it. Irregardless of whether you want to hear it tonight, not. He's saying I love you. Backslider, he's saying I love you. He's saying I care for you even though you don't care for me. My God, as a Gentile, God's saying I'm accessing you. I'm not just going to let you in the outer court. When you go to the bank, it's good to walk up to the counter. But it's better to walk into the president's office. 
Amen. And it's better to go from the president's office into the big vault because that's where the money is. It might be good to come to church, but that's just the foyer. Hallelujah. But hear me, when you praise yourself into the presence of God Almighty, you have walked into the vault of God's Spirit. And if you look around you, there's abundant treasures everywhere. You don't have to live a miserable person. You don't have to be backslidden in your soul. You don't have to be. Arise, he said. Wake up, my friend, and shine. For God has come upon you. Hallelujah. You cannot run from this thing. You can't do it. There's no possible way any man can. But the Bible said, but the Lord shall rise upon thee. And his glory, you can't hide it. His glory is going to be seen upon thee. Woo! I've seen him sit there and sweat. I've seen him sit there and cry. I've seen him sit there and shake. I've seen him sit there and fight with the seat in front of him. I saw him hold to the pew till the knuckles turn white. I saw him get mad at their husband or get mad at their wife because God was stealing at them. Amen, but friend, you can't hide it. Amen, because when God comes upon you, you're not the only one that feels it. The whole church knows it. The power of God moves on you. God dealing with you. When God comes upon you, people are going to see what's happening in your soul. Listen to what he said in verse number 3. The Bible said in verse number 3, the Gentiles shall come to thy light and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Verse number 4 said, Lift up thine eyes around about thee and see. Hallelujah. I guarantee you, friend, when God starts dealing with folks, they can tell you how many fibers are in the rug in front of them. They can tell you how many spots of dirt are on the toes of their shoes. But I'm telling you, you need to lift up your eyes and open your eyes and see the only reason you are is because He is. The only reason you're here tonight is because God allotted it in His plan. Tomorrow morning we're going to bury a friend of mine who died. Amen. On the operating table from bypass surgery. Last night, the millionaire who gave us our home in Vivi, amen, walked down the hall of the Ogle House. John David saw him, spoke to him. The man walked down the hall. Amen. When they found him this morning, he was laying outside of his beautiful suite. There in the hall, dead as he could be. Why? Because, friend, life had ended for that man. You say, but preacher, I've got plenty of time. Listen, not what he said. He said, arise, praise God. Come on, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Come on, shake yourself, shake yourself. Come on, God's come upon you. We can see that God's dealing with you. Your companions know that God's dealing with you. Your children know that God's dealing with you. Your daddy knows God's dealing with you. Come on. Come on, get up, get up, get up, get up. Arise and shine. For God has come upon you. You can't deny it. And you can't get away from it. So why in the world don't you just yield to it? Hallelujah. The Bible said, and they and all, they gathered themselves together, and they come to thee. Thy sons shall come from far, 
Thy daughters shall be nursed by thy side. Then the scripture said, Then thou shalt see. And I like this part. He said, And flow together. The Bible said, Flow together. Hey, listen, if you're going against God, you're going the wrong way in this stream. Hallelujah. Ain't you ever found out it's easier to flow with the stream than it is to buck the current? Hallelujah. I've seen people that want to blow their brains out because life was so miserable for them, but I've never seen anybody living for God who wanted to do that. I've never seen anybody serving God, Sister Zenabeth, who ever wanted to end it all. I've never seen anybody who really loved God Say, man, I just wish I was dead. No, sir. No, sir. I mean, really. I've never seen anybody want to helplessly give up on God who's flowing with God. The Bible said they're going to come together. Then you're going to see that you're going to flow together. The Bible said in my heart she'll fear. It's going to be enlarged. Hallelujah. Because of the abundance of the sea, the scripture said, shall be converted unto thee, and the forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. Amen. I want you to look over to verse number 17. Look what it said. He said, For brass I will bring gold. For iron I will bring silver. For wood I'll bring brass. And for stones, hallelujah, I'm going to bring iron. He said, I will also make thy officers peace and thine exactors righteousness. Amen. Violence shall no more be heard of in thy land. Wasting, amen, the scripture said, nor destruction within thy borders. But thou shalt call thy walls salvation. And thy gates, hallelujah, you're going to call them praise, hallelujah. But you're not going to do it until you learn how to arise and shine for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Listen to this. The Bible said, The sun shall be no more thy light by day, neither for brightness shall the moon give light unto thee, but the Lord shall be unto thee an everlasting light, and thy God thy glory mm. I said thy God is going to be thy glory the writer in the book of Proverbs I believe it is it says a young man's glory is his strength and an old man's glory is his gray hair hallelujah but to the church their glory is Jesus Christ my God, my God. When old Jonah fell asleep in the belly of the ship and it was tossed to and fro, somebody's come down there and they grabbed him and they shook him and they said, Arise! Rise, oh sleeper, get up! Call on the name of your God. We're in trouble. Friend, I'm telling you what, when you're in trouble, that's the only thing you can do. That'll bring you the solution to your problem. That's the only thing that'll solve your heart's trouble is to call on your God. And the Bible said that Jonah woke up and he said, boys, if you'll throw me overboard, I'm your trouble. That's why everything wasn't going very good because he was running from God. Have you ever checked your life lately? You wonder why life's just one big bump after the other is because you better check yourself. If you're running from God, friend, it's not going to get any better. He said, wake up. Arise. Come on now. Get up. 
It ain't time to stand around and look dim, but it's time to start shining. Hallelujah. Did you ever see little kids standing by a bubble gum machine? There they are. You can see them. They don't have any gum in their mouth, but they look at that gum and they'll just go. They just think they can just think about that gum and they'll slobber down the side of the mouth. They'll do it. On a hot July day, you can eat an ice cream cone. There'll be a little fellow standing there, and he don't have one, but he'll look at you, and he'll be going. My Lord, and you know what you can do? You can stick a dime in that bubble gum machine and give it a twist, pop a piece of bubble gum out and toss it to him and say, Here, Sonny, he don't only arise, but he begins to shine. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Mmm. Too long, people have sat around and wished they had what they're seeing. It's about time they get what they're looking at. I'm telling you what, folks. Listen, you want the joy of God in your life? Get a hold of God with everything you got. Somebody said, Preacher, I tried that once, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. And the devil tripped you up. And you let one little devil whip you when you had a God that could whip all the devils in hell. Amen. Why in the world don't you get a hold of that God again and seek him on the devil? I guarantee you he can drive him clear out of your life. And you can find the joy of God again. Get up. Arise. Shine. Get up. They said several years ago when Elvis Presley was alive, there was a man and his wife just happened to stop by a Cadillac dealer. They walked in there and he said, Honey, let's go look at a Cadillac. She said, Honey, you know we can't afford a Cadillac. He said, Let's go look at one anyhow. And so they walked in there and said that they saw this fella stand over there, but they wasn't paying no attention to him and they just looking that Cadillac over. That old boy was saying, Honey, don't you have some pretty lines? Look at that upholstery. Isn't that brocade pretty, honey? Oh, honey, one of these days we're going to have one of these. One of these days when things get better, we're going to have one of these. Hey, man, friend, he didn't realize it, but old Elvis was standing over there. Elvis walked over to him and said, Sir, would you like to have one of them? He said, Yes, sir, one of these days. He didn't recognize him. He said, One of these days I'm going to get one of them. Oh, Elvis reached in his pocket, looked over at the old boy and said, Come here. He pulled out his checkbook, got his pen out, and he signed the check for what the sticker price was, and he gave it to the old boy and reached in and got the keys, handed it to that man and his wife, and said, Get in it and get out of here. It's already yours. There they stood, their mouth hanging open, and thought, What in the world did I do to deserve this? They didn't do anything to deserve it. They just happened to be at the right place at the right time. Let me say something nice. You don't deserve the mercy of God. Nobody does. But this is the right place. And this is the right time. My God. Hallelujah. And God's saying, come on in. You're going to get what you need. Get up. Wake up. That man climbed behind the wheel of that Cadillac. And that's when the steering wheel would go out. And he thought he would pump Oh boy. And all the time they drove away, they said, Can you believe it? Listen, this is so good, sometimes you'll just slap yourself to see if it's real. It's just really real. Is it true that I could be so miserable yesterday? Is it true that I could be so hell bound yesterday? But today I'm feasting on the good things that God provides. And today in my heart where there was trouble and turmoil, 
there is now deep settled peace and understanding. And tonight I can press that pillar realizing that the Lord would come tonight that I can be saved. I realize that tonight if God would come, it won't be old John Brown the sinner, but it'll be old John Brown the man who was saved by grace just because, amen, that I rose at the right time and I begin to shine for Jesus Christ. Amen. Folks, hear me tonight. We don't have to leave this building without you receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I mean that with all my heart. Amen. We don't have a bunch of new people in here tonight. We've just got some people who need the Holy Ghost. we got some people tonight that are miserable people, folks. We've got some young people that are miserable young people and some dads and moms that are miserable dads and moms. We've got some folks tonight that need God and friend, they just sit around and let the devil browbeat them. But I'm telling you what, who in the world can you believe in a how? Are you going to be, believe the devil who was a liar from the very beginning? Are you going to believe God who every word he speaks is truth and everything he says is positive and everything he says is going to come to pass? A God that cannot lie, will not lie, and will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory? Which one of those are you going to believe? He said, then thou shalt see. I think it's about time you got a first-hand look at what God can do for you. I think it's about time as the musicians come that you open your eyes tonight and walk out of the quagmire of hell and walk into the move of God's Spirit. It's about time tonight that you get up and shake your sleepy self and say, now God... I know you can do it because your word said you can. And I want to come to the fullness of that power and that knowledge. Now, God, here I am. Here I am. I imagine when Jesus spoke to that first Gentile, they could not believe what they were hearing. And she said to him, what in the world are you doing, a Jew, talking to me, a Gentile? You know, I thought that that night that God got a hold of me. What are you doing, the pure, holy God, talking to me, the rank and vile sinner? But, oh, friend, hallelujah, he told me what I needed to know. And God began to open me up and begin to shake me and wake me till I began to realize there was really something to this. He said the Gentiles shall come. And I've got news for you, the Gentiles are coming. From the north, the south, the east, the west. From the middle class home, the lower class home, and even the highbrow package. They're coming and finding out what the joy of God is. You know, life to some folks is a literal hell right here. But without God, there's another one waiting on you on the other side. And you'll be in hell twice, if you please. Some folks' life is nothing but one big heartache here, but I'm going to tell you there's a bigger heartache waiting over there if you die lost without God. Come on, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. When Sister Willis and I were going together many years ago, we were in an automobile not very far from her mother's house. There was a Parkmore restaurant there, and 
We went around the corner, and as we did, we came upon a horrible accident. And it was a sad-looking sight, but I'll never forget the screams and the cries and groans from the back seat of that automobile. And there was a young lady sitting beside a young man whose head was draped against the broken window. And she was saying to him, please wake up. My God, don't die. Please, please wake up. Don't die. And she would scream a blood curtain scream. But for that young man, it was too late. You see, he was already gone. Nothing short of a resurrection miracle could have helped that boy right then. But I'd like to say to you tonight, in this building, there is a resurrected miracle calling to you and you and whoever you might be. However that boy left this life, him and God knew. Nobody else could say because he was gone. But right now, for you're in the land of the living, you know how you stand with God. And, and I guarantee you there's other people in this building know exactly themselves. Are you going to lay there and sleep? Are you going to sit there and go to hell? Are you going to wallow in your misery till you can't hardly take it? Are you going to wallow until you do something foolish that blows life and its very existence out of sight for you? Or are you going to rise tonight? Yes, tonight. Not tomorrow night, but tonight. Not Sunday afternoon, but tonight. Are you going to arise tonight and let the glory of God shine upon you? Not only where you can see it, but where everybody else can see it make a difference in your life. What in the name of God are you going to do? There are folks in this building tonight who need the Holy Ghost. I don't think that. I know that. The people in this building tonight whose hearts can get right with God, you're not past the point of no return. The devil might try to tell you that and tell you, oh, you don't feel anything. You can't feel God. Isn't it strange tonight that you hear the voice of the devil? Many times it's the voice that you pay attention to is the one that you can hear the loudest. And tonight God's dealing with you. You need to get out of that seat. And you need tonight to make your way to this altar. And right now tonight, this is a night of new beginnings. Tonight's the time to rise, shine, and as the old songwriter said, give God the glory. Now it's time for you to get up. Now it's time for you to defy everything that's defied you for weeks and months and maybe even years. And say, God, I want to find that sweet peace tonight that only God can give. Tonight I'm waiting on you. I'm not going to ask the church to stand tonight. But I'm going to ask you to stand. You that don't know God, I'm going to ask you to stand and come on at this altar. 
said, Brother Willis, I'm ashamed that I don't know the Lord. The only reason you have to be ashamed is that you know you're lost and you sit there and don't do anything about it. I'm asking you to get out of your seat right now. Come on, folks, to these little young men have more guts than you've got. Do they have more drive and more determination than you have? Are you going to sit there knowing that you're lost, knowing that you're miserable, knowing that happiness evades you on every turn that you make, and knowing you could find it if you'd get out of that seat? What in the world are you going to do? Saints of God, right now, I want you to pray right where you sit. I'm waiting on you, sir. I'm waiting on you, ma'am. Come on. Please. I beg of you, come on. His love can fill your soul, and you will see. How about it? Is there anybody in this building? Surely. For him to have his way Don't let a golden opportunity like this pass you by. Life's rough right now, folks. You get a few more days and a few more weeks without God. I don't know whether you can take it or not. Come on. Get out of that seat. Come on. What in the world are you waiting on? Come on. There's others tonight. Come on. Church, pray. There's still more in this building. I promise you, you'll never find anybody that cares any more about your soul than Jesus Christ. And I want to say that I'd like to fall right in line with him because I want to see you saved. 